start. Sooners of Oklahoma at 12-0 and still looking for respect nationwide. What is up, Sooner Nation? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Barry and Mac Show. Today is a special edition episode because we have yet another awesome guest. Uh, this guest is a is a parent of one of the, the beloved Sooners on Team 128. Uh, this athlete is rocking number 24 on the field, but I guarantee you he's number one to this guy, Mr. Marcus Major Sr. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. I'm blessed, man. How are y'all? Dude, doing good, man. And of course, we got a D Mac, of course, always riding with us. How you doing today? Oh, man. I'm my heart is humble, man. We over here leveling up, getting ready to get a perspective behind the curtain yeah. of uh <laughs> one of our current players' parents, man. I'm excited. Hey, man, no pressure, brother, but we're gonna ask some questions, just FYI. Nah, it's no problem. Bring them, bring them on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll get stuff started off, man. We'll, we'll keep it keep it rather simple in the very sure. beginning. Uh, so uh, your son, Marcus, uh, mm-hmm. was recruited to play at Oklahoma. He's out of Millwood High School. Uh, just a, a fantastic athlete uh, in, in high school. I was uh, aware of him being up here in the Tulsa area, like knew about him quite a bit. Um, but he ends up selecting Oklahoma over, over some other schools. Can you talk just briefly about the the process of him choosing Oklahoma? What what sort of uh, drove him to make that decision? And then any role that you know you played or, or other family played? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I can't. I mean, I, first of all, I, I mean, I got to give glory to God because that you know he's the I'm a big believer, and you know we we leaned on him throughout that process. You know, Marcus was going coming through, you know, two way Millwood, you know, uh, the wood east side Oklahoma City. And uh, you know, you don't get a whole lot of uh, of kids that come out of there who get, you know, specifically OU uh and get recruited, you know, get to get to go and visit and be recruited by 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 uh OU, you know, oddly, um coach uh, Coach Gundy was the first one that uh that reached out to us. You know, we we uh, Marcus was you know, relatively unheralded, you know, coming out of high school, well, well, into coming into his senior year, rather, you know, and uh, and it just seemed like it all kind of hit at once. Uh, and it seemed like he was, we were waking up and he was getting three or four offers a day from uh, from Power 5 programs. And, um, you know, we, we went through it. It was kind of, it, it was just, it, it, our head was spinning a little bit, you know, because it was so much going on. I mean, he even got to the point where, you know, we, we were reached out by Nick Saban and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, but when Oklahoma yeah. came, you know, uh, when Coach Gundy, he woke me, he called me at 5 a.m. He woke me up out of bed and he, he, t- he asked me if I could please bring him to the junior day uh, that that year. Uh, and uh, we came down and obviously uh, Coach Riley. And then and at that point, it was uh, Coach Bullware, uh, Jay Bullware, who who, uh, who actually. Oh, wow, Bullware was still around. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Boulware was actually the person who who spearheaded his recruiting process, and uh, and so when we went down there, and and we we just loved the family family environment, and uh, you know he he actually grew up 
you know, more of a, a, a old state supporter, you know, <coughs> oddly, oddly enough. Yeah. <coughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and so it's just ironic, you know, because that, you know, that, that's kind of the, the stamp that OU put on him, you know, at that point during this process, he was that impressed by it. So he, uh, he fell in love, man. And the rest is history. Wow. That's awesome. I got to ask, I got to ask. So if yeah. I heard you correctly, essentially what you said is he grew up liking sevens and then had an opportunity to come to Norman and found out what a 10 looked like and didn't look back. <laughs> one, one would argue that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay i just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page yeah, yeah absolutely sure. absolutely you got it you got it well listen let's let's uh you know i appreciate that background and and shout out to coach gundy and and salute to bowler and the rest of those guys for you know obviously rolling out the red carpet and showing hospitality because i gotta tell you the sooner nation is extremely excited about the potential of uh marcus majors and uh mm -hmm. you know on saturday he, he played a damn good game got in the end zone twice ran with behind his pads and showed some burst mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and just before we dive into other things, I mean, talk to me, man, about being a dad. It's kind of cool, right? During the game, we're texting back and forth and, you know, yeah. I, I just cool to see your excitement. Walk me through what it feels like to be a proud papa whose son, uh, is, is literally living a dream, obviously accelerating from a seven and now living the fast lane of a 10. Well, you know, we actually, it's odd that my, my sister and I kind of spoke about this, this, that this morning, you know, cause I actually have a, another boy, my nephew who is at Florida A&M right now, uh, uh, Isaiah Major, who who grew up playing with Marcus as well. And, you know, we just kind of reflected back on everything. And it's just amazing the the the, the progress, <clears throat> excuse me, the progress that these guys have made. You know what I mean? Uh, as a father, man, I couldn't be prouder of the guy. You know, he's 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 been through a bunch and, you know, and, and he's persevered. And, man, to see him out, you know, it's almost like, I compare it to, you know, on Saturday against UTEP, I compare it with, uh, you know, somebody giving you re something really good to eat, but just a piece of it, you know, and, and now you're infatuated and you want more. And that's kind of, that's kind of the mindset that he has. I can tell you firsthand, that's the, also the mind frame that I have as well. So while I'm very happy and very proud of him, I mean, he's very hungry, you know, and, and, and he, he's, he feels like he can do a lot more. So, Hopefully he'll work himself into a position where he can do that. Well, you let him know we're all cheering for him. We're all cheering yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, so I, I want to ask, um, you know, as a parent, you get to see that journey from, you know, from the moment, you know, he, he's put on this earth that, that God, God gets mm -hmm. him here for you guys. At what age, and this is maybe more of an interest of mine. I'm always curious about yeah. this stuff. At what mm -hmm. age did you say, you know, that at first they play for fun. You know, you want to get sure. him in as many sports as possible. But at, at what point did you say, you know what, he might he might seriously have something in the game of football? Well, you know, I remember when he was five, you know, and, and he's always I tell the story all the time that he was the only five year old that I ever met that could sit down and be attentive to a whole three and a half hour football game. So he so the love for the game started very, very early for him. You know, now, even with that being said, who knows what, you know, he could potentially be, you know, at that point, you know, and I remember kind of seeing he, he started actually out in track and field. Uh, he, he started uh, running track. He was a sprinter with the East Side, East Side Stepper uh, program in Oklahoma mm -hmm. City. My uncle, Tim Taylor, is actually uh, spearheading that program, national powerhouse of a program. 
Yeah. And so he actually deserves a lot of credit. But, you know, I, he started out running track, you know, and doing that and excelling at that. And then he he told me that he wanted to play football, you know, and I asked him, well, what position do you want to play? And he told me, well, uh, I don't know, but I want to run the football. I said, well, son, that's called a running back. <laughs> so, so he went on and we we went and we signed him up with uh, um, with his first little league program. And and. And he was just running up and down the field on people. I mean, it was just like a track meet. Uh, he kind of just transitioned that to the football field, you know. But then going forward, you still don't really know. And you're like, well, you know, he's fast. He's he's athletic. You know, he's he's uh, he's definitely got that. But, you know, I remember in high school around his sophomore year, and I remember him putting, you know, it being really the first summer where he put everything he had into his strength and conditioning. And he just started blowing people's helmets off, you know, and I've seen it click and I've seen his confidence. I've seen what type of player he can be once his confidence level is is at an optimal level. And, you know, I was like, man, we may have something here. He may be really be able to do that. He actually played corner for a lot of his a lot of his little league and middle school and even into high school. He played a little bit, bit of defensive back. And that's where I was putting my money at that he would actually play. Uh, but obviously I was wrong. And, uh, and, but I think about that sophomore year, I think is when he, you know, we all kind of looked and our eyebrows raised and we, we said, well, you know, he may be able to do something with this. And, you know, like I said, the rest is history from there. I, I couldn't even imagine being a dad. And then you just start to see first things first, five, five, five years old and chilling on the couch, watching the game. Yeah. So, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that lets hey. you know he was paying attention. Like he was hey, D Mac, he wouldn't blink. He wouldn't <laughs> blink. I mean, the dude is, it was amazing. You know, that's and, awesome. Yeah. 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 Now, you know, obviously one of my good friends and uh, old teammates uh, trained him for a season for a period of time. Right. Walk me through his, uh, his experience working with uh, JD Runnell. Man, J.D. Reynolds, man, God has, has put a lot of people, you know, in our path, you know, along the way uh, uh, of this journey. And J.D. is one of them. You know, he's he's a good friend of mine. And, uh, uh, you know, um, he's gave us a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge um, d- during the process. Uh, I remember, you know, a friend of mine actually uh, was, <clears throat> excuse me, he was training his son already. You know, and we had kind of had a conversation. I, I just wanted to. My goal at that point was to get him around somebody who had done it, you know, and somebody who had been in the backfield and had that knowledge. And, you know, my my thing at that time was just getting him around people who, you know, were smarter than us, you know, and, and could can get him the good knowledge that he needed. And J.D. just happened to be that person, you know, and I remember going. I remember going to see JD in the first day uh, and he has Marcus going through these workouts, you know, and he's just blowing through them. And, uh, and that's kind of where the Adrian Peterson thing came from. And I think it was more so a case of him just kind of reflecting on his workout regimen and, and the way he looked during workouts, obviously Marcus and Adrian Peterson, we can put that to bed, but, <laughs> but I think just, just the way that he, He's, he was able to carry on his business. I think even some of the temperament may be a little bit similar as well, according to JD. Mm. So, uh, so we went on, man. And he, 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 JD, I appreciate JD so much, man. He just took him and gave him knowledge, gave him game, uh, what, what kind of pitfalls he would be looking for on the next level. And so we trained out, rocked out, man. He had a lot of the other top, uh, Trace Ford was there, uh, training as well from Oklahoma State, Edmond mm. Santa Fe. 
a lot of different kids. A lot of the top kids were there, you know, and, and I remember the first time he coming and JD's eyebrows kind of raised and uh, uh, just kind of went from there. When he said the when he, when he kind of released the, the, the Adrian Peterson thing, I kind of cringed a little bit because I know what kind of, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I cringed because I'm like, I, I know what type of, you know, what type of uh, pressure or what type of expectation or false expectation will come along with that. Mm. But I, but we, Marcus and I understood what he meant, you know, and, and it, while it was a compliment, it was, it was also something that we just had to keep in perspective and, 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 you know, Marcus did a good job of that. He took it, he took it in stride and, um, you know, JD and I just maintain and Marcus as well. We maintain a good relationship to this day. That's my man. Well, let me say this. I, I think, uh, the, the, uh, the speaker in that scenario has the proper context to make such an assumption. You know what I'm saying? JD was AD's fullback and he actually did partner with him in a locker room in the off seasons, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. During summer camp and practices. So like you said, obviously we're not saying apples to or let me not speak for JD. I don't think JD was saying apples to apples. They're going to be identical players, but if there are some reference points that are similar, or if there are some attributes sure. that might be, you know, I'm saying sure. with all due respect, let's take that and, and appreciate it versus, yeah. you know, ostracize somebody for, for sure. doing that. And, and with all due respect to, to Marcus, he gets to run his own journey. Kid has an opportunity right now to go kick some behind, make a name yeah. for himself. And, and, and down the road, who knows, right? Somebody might be saying, Hey, this kid is the next Marcus majors. And I'm sure that's what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, absolutely. I totally, I couldn't have said it better myself. I, I, you know, that was our conversation is just, you need to be the best Marcus major you can be. You know, and that, that, that's what the focus is. We, we take all the, you know, whatever comp, or whatever you know gifts we get along the way that's that's fine and we appreciate it but it's not you know he he has to go run his own race you know and he's done a good job with that yeah i, I mean and, and just to get, kind of speak from the the trainer side myself a little bit man when you work with someone and you develop that type of bond with them like people don't realize how much of a massive cheerleader you become to that person because you see the work yeah yeah, absolutely. You, you see what's what's going into this this process. All people hear is the is the quote, you know. Sure. They, they don't they don't see what's behind it. So you know, context of that relationship, like going through something so vulnerable and something that's so you know the that bond is kind of forged in the fire of that of that work, man. And it is there's sure. nothing like it. So want to ask you uh, just to kind of dive into a little bit of his play on the field. Um, I think it was against Texas that I remember first seeing him kind of live what he could potentially, you know, be for the Sooners. Uh -huh. uh, I think uh -huh. that was the game where he had a little bit of a, a some show out moments, if you will. I think there was one run on that left sideline that he almost almost broke loose, if I remember right. Uh -huh. So he's had some time. Then, of course, he broke loose in that Florida game. I mean, back in the COVID year and 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 whatnot. Uh, not to say too much on that, but uh, during that that COVID year, something I just kind of thought about. Um, how did he sort of manage his time and and stay in shape? What was that a process that you guys had to go through? What what did that look like? Um, I think no, I think he did a. Marcus does a pretty good job of staying locked in in terms of of his. Uh, his strength and conditioning and, 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 and being ready. Um, you know, he, he's been through certain situations. I mean, that the COVID year was difficult. I mean, obviously it was difficult on everybody that year. And, uh, 
But, you know, he, he, he found a way to, to kind of excel in the opportunities that he was given. Uh, going back to what you were saying, um, you know, I remember the, the Texas game and, you know, he had a had his actually his and then he had the breakout performance at Florida. So it was uh, it, 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 it was definitely kind of gratifying to, to us and, and to his family. I mean, we got a big family, big. He got, he's got a big support system, bigger than what, than what he even realizes. But, um, but definitely that year was, I think that was kind of his foundation year, uh, in terms of just showing what he can do. Um, you know, Marcus, I, I kind of joked with DMAC uh, a few weeks ago and, you know, I told him, you know, up until the last year and a half, he's kind of been, you know, for me, he's got to be a finesse runner. You know, even at that size, he would much rather run by you than kind of run through you. Uh, obviously, he's kind of changed that scenario uh, as of late. <laughs> he's been uh, been kind of running through people's chest, but um, <laughs> but but yeah, he, uh, but yeah, that 2020 season was special, and, and it's one that we we won't forget. You know, not only the the the, the trip, trials and tribulation that was going on off the field with COVID and everything like that, but just him being able to endure and to stay focused. I mean, that was hard for all the student athletes, man, to, to be able to, you know, you got all sorts of stuff going on at home and, and and around you at all times. And to be able to maintain that focus and keep pushing, I thought was pretty impressive on his part. Kid is definitely making the jump. You know, I, I want to transition a bit. And I promise, I, you, you told me you listen to the pod some. I, I generally like to poke a little bit at certain scenarios, and including our last coach. And uh, uh, that, team, that team Barry spoke about that. We whooped their ass every every second Saturday in October. So I'm going to try to be nice today. But I actually do want to, you know, walk me through the transition, mm-hmm. right? You know, you, you, you got Link his first couple of years. Obviously, those guys oh. head on over to SoCal. Walk mm-hmm. me through, and I, and I think a lot of people are interested to know this. Walk me through what that transition was like, and how the new staff embraced, you know, the returning or the retain. I would say the re- the retained players who chose not to jump ship, chose not to transfer out. What was that period or that era of time like? It's actually uh, something that we're very interested to know. Well, I mean, I think you know, not to not to 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 cause any type of disparaging you know anything ideas or he was the person that kind of spearheaded bringing Marcus in you know and uh but with that being said I think that you know everybody on the inside and everybody and well most people internally I think they kind of had an idea that the change needed to be made you know in, in some way form or fashion not necessarily with him but just a culture change you know and and uh you know sometimes you know we you know, situations and, and circumstances just wear themselves out. And, it, and it's just sometimes it's time to move on. And I think I think when he left, you know, it was actually a big breath of fresh air for us specifically, you know, wow. personally. Wow. Um, I think I think that, um, you know, just being the culture, man, I think I think what Coach Venables, you know, I remember Coach Venables first came on, you know, and, uh, you know, he made it a priority to reach out to me. You know, and we actually spoke, you know, on the phone, you know, during that transition period, like you talked about. Um, and, uh, you know, because we, you know, up to that point, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll speak about, you know, his, his everything that happened with him last year. But, you know, at that point, you know, it was just we were at a point to where it was just like, well, you know, what do we do? How, how do we, you know, because <laughs> this situation obviously it hasn't worked out like we planned and, 
And, you know, there were some things that was going on behind the scenes that weren't, you know, uh, weren't to my liking as a parent, I, for sure. So I'm sure Marcus, you know, I know Marcus, you know, had as well, you know, and some of the other guys. And so, you know, the decision came to us as to whether whether or not to leave, you know. And but but we're really, really big. And Marcus is really, really big on finishing what you start, you know, and, and that was really, really important to him. So when I got that call from Coach B. You know, we stayed on the phone for about an hour, you know, and he he went over. I mean, he he went into things as far as uh, the direction of the program, what direction he wanted to take the program in. And, um, you know, how he had a faith, he had faith based beliefs, you know, which aligns with what I believe as well, you know, which is important to some people still, you know, and. and, and <laughs> right, 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 right. You know what I mean? And and, and, he, and he preached accountability, you know, which. You know, that's the only way Marcus thrives as if as if he's being held accountable and if he's holding himself accountable, you know, and and, you know, so we had a long, great conversation, me and Coach B, man. And he told me, dude, I don't know. I can't say what was going on before me, man, but I can tell you this, you know, I, I've, I've seen your boy, you know, I believe in what he can do. And, you know, if you if you're willing to keep him here and you guys are, are willing to to to. To, to suit up and, and let's get this done, get some hard work in and, and, and be great. And, you know, I'm behind you. And I look, that's all I needed to hear, mm. you know, and, and we had that conversation and, and the, the decision kind of made itself from there, you know, um, because like I said, we do want to, I mean, Marcus is, he's big about finishing what he starts. You know, we're not, we're not runners. We don't run, you know, so, so, you know, when the going gets tough, you know, you got to figure out a way to, to excel, you know, and, and so with Coach V coming in and, and, and setting that, setting that foundation uh, for that and for competitiveness and for accountability and, and self-reflection, man, I was all, I was, I was on board, you know, that's what I wanted. That was, that was actually exactly what I wanted to hear. Mm. So, so, uh, so man, the rest, like I said, after that happened, the rest is history, man. Mm. Let me ask a follow-up question. Let me ask a follow-up question. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And 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 do this, you know, tread lightly on this one because I, you know, if they, I don't want you to expose anybody or anything. But you no, said no. something about a breath of fresh air. You said something about some things that you guys are noticing. If if you can, just expound upon that. What were a couple of things? And again, the old regime left. They took the money. They're mm -hmm. in Cali. They're chilling. And you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They chilling on the beach. What sure. were some of the? <laughs> what are some of the things that? as a parent or maybe even something that Marcus may have said, because yeah. I've heard things, I, you know, I, I, sure. I hear a lot of what happened. I'm just interested to know from your perspective, what are one or two things? And, and again, it doesn't have to be derogatory, but that no, you no, 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 symptoms no. Yeah. of I saw that you're like, ah, red flag. I'm just interested to know. Well, the two words that come to, to mind is accountability and discipline. Um, and, and I think it was severely lacking during that time. I mean, uh, you know, all you have to do is look across the board and look at some of the things that were going on, uh, even the things that were made public. You know, if you just if you just round all those circumstances together, I mean, it's just it just reeks of I mean, even and honestly, even just, the, you know, the play on the field as well at times last year, it just reeked of uh, of dysfunction uh, at times, just being just being completely honest. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and it's very, very hard. You know, the, the, the student athletes have a lot going on already. You know, they got a lot of responsibility. They have a lot of, you know, time management is key. You know, all of those things that they have to do and they have to endure and, and be prepared for, you know, it's very, very hard to do that when, um, you know, when you look to your left and you look to your right and you see a lot of chaos, you know, it's hard to, 
to really buckle up and, and, and be ready to play on Saturdays, not to mention do all the things that you have to do off the field as well. You know, so so it was really it was really culture based for me, you know, and, and I knew that if I if if I knew because I know my son and I know that if he was going to excel, that that had to change, you know, and I didn't feel like that it, that it had a possibility of changing as it were um, currently constructed or it was wow. previously previously constructed. So we were we 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 had full intentions on 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 at least uh, exploring other things. Wow! Yeah. I was just gonna ask. Uh, I was just gonna ask. No, hundred. No, hundred percent. A hundred percent. We 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 we. You know, and I don't. You know, I don't mean to respect, but I get it. It's it, it just what it is. You're you a know? dad and, who's got to do what's best for your son, and absolutely. you, you absolutely. saw two years of of proof of concept or lack thereof, proof of absolutely. discipline or lack thereof, proof of accountability or lack thereof. I get it. Correct. I want my son Correct. to be in the best scenario. Also, man, that's crazy. Wow. And I appreciate the perspective. Yeah. No problem. Man, so so during that time, I mean, the one thing that did kind of remained steady for him was mm -hmm. af after bullwear they brought in uh coach murray uh demarco murray mm -hmm. uh, you know sooner legend um who was retained by the the new staff right they retained sure. most of those guys obviously bringing in, uh -huh. in levy which we may get to that here in a little bit uh but right. but what kind of role did uh did coach murray play uh for your son during kind of before in the transition and then of course now as well well, he's just been—he's just been the great constant for us. Um, He's—he's he's been the person that, obviously, that I've spoken with the most uh, at the University of Oklahoma. Uh, we've, you know, Demarco. You know, he's—he has been just unbelievable for Marcus because, you know, just for, from—I mean, starting on the field, I think his craft. I think he's, you know, I think in the last couple of years, I've really seen a lot of a lot of Marcus and the, the technique and the, and the little things, the details I've seen a lot of that improve from, from even steps, the steps before handoff uh, to uh, his reads to uh, everything, you know, the, the, uh, I think that, you know, he's done a great job of, of, of kind of mentoring Marcus with that. And, you know, he's always seen, you know, we, we talk often, you know, and, and he, he's always the one thing he's he's been consistent with is that he's always thought Marcus could be great, you know, and uh, he just had to, you know, Marcus had to put himself in a position to do that. And he had to he had to understand what was what 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 is required, you know, and, 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 and make sure he delivers on that, you know. But DeMarco has been great, man. Like I said, he's he's uh, <clears throat> like I said, he, he's put push Marcus to just to be better and then off the field obviously he's he's you know he always preaches being a pro you know and and uh and I think when he first say, said that you know Marcus I don't know I think Marcus is thinking about the NFL or something I don't know but <laughs> but I think I think more so what he was kind of alluding to was just how how you present yourself every day you know how you how you take care of business how you uh be dependable you know and and those things of you know DeMarco has really helped with that. And, and, you know, you starting kind of starting to see the results of that, you know, so I, I, I don't have anything, but, but good things to say about DeMarco, you know, me and I, you know, we have an open relationship, you know, we talk and, and, and we talk openly, you know, and, and we, we talk about what we like and what we don't like, you know, and I think, I think that type of relationship works better 
for me personally as a father because I want to know what you think. I don't, I don't need you to pull any punches. I don't need you to 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 you know be anything but authentic with with me. And so he's done that. You know, he's been extremely honest about what he sees with Marcus and what he and and, and his potential and and the things that he needs to improve upon. So, uh, so with Demarco, man, he's been great. I don't. Uh, he's it's hard to talk about Marcus and the progression that he's had without talking about Demarco Murray. We, you know, I went up there for an alumni deal a couple of weeks back. It may have even been a month now, and mm-hmm. I believe there are seventeen. Coach V has seventeen past Sooners working directly in football or operations in the football program. Isn't that amazing? Seventeen, yeah. seventeen, and and uh, and all, and I mean, position coaches, obviously the OC, analyst, sole mission. Uh, I mean, you name it. it, it uh, Brandon Hall was was a GA back in the day when I was there as a player. I mean, he uh-huh. he's he's definitely Joe John tight end. So salute for these guys coming back and mentoring. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a that's a big bro right there. What you just explained is what most young black men are yearning for, which is someone to hold them accountable, teach sure. them the, the right way, and and help them get to their next. So you know, listening to Coach Demarco, man. And by the way, I had a chance to meet Demarco when he was a pup. He was like a freshman, a freshman or something. He was a pup, man. And I was probably yeah, in my mid twenties yeah. at the time. Uh, but to just to hear that that's you know, that's their relationship is dope, especially authentically hearing it coming from dad, who I know wouldn't hold punches. No. Uh, that that that's real good stuff. So let me ask you, let me ask you a question, and you may or may not know. Uh, I assume you do. Before I ask you this question, I'm gonna assume that you know one of these stories. Um, I will <laughs> I will preface this by saying this is probably the boogeyman of the program, a gentleman who uh, <laughs> over the last two decades has taken his fair share <laughs> sooner players and, and uh, either sent them home crying, literally sent them <laughs> to a trash can to throw up their 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 holy lives, literally, and, and really got some kids <laughs> to transfer and or quit. So I'm just yeah. interested. What has Marcus said about the transition? Between you know Wiley and 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 uh, you know Club Mad that those guys were doing versus um, versus <laughs> listen all I know is it's really wet that's the only thing I know I can't I can't speak of anything else so I'm just interested to hear uh, what has Marcus's experience been with the transition and strength stuff. Well, I think uh, I remember talking to Marcus two weeks two weeks after they started uh, summer strength and conditioning and. Uh, he realized real quickly that the only thing that Smitty wants is your soul. And <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. It that's ain't changed. Smitty hasn't changed. Perfect. That's, that's all it. I need to hear. Yeah, that's it. And, and uh, you know, man, he used to come off I me. Mean, you talking about if aches and pains were a person, it would be him. Uh, at that at that point, man, Smitty has been. But, you know, the one thing, Marcus, you know, the one thing about Marcus, though, is that he's. He's not a stranger to work to work. You know, he, he it took him it took him a couple of weeks to get used to the way Smitty likes to do things and, and, and what what he's actually asking of you. Uh, but but Marcus, I think he transitioned and he was able to he was able to transition pretty quickly. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, he, he, he mentioned to me once he said, man, I would I wonder what I would have been like if. If I would have had him every year, mm, you wow. know, and uh, I said, well, yeah, you're right about that, you know, because he just felt so he, he felt really good. He's light right now. He's, he's uh, you know, he's at a good playing weight, 
You know, he's in really good shape, really, really good cardiovascular shape. And, uh, man, that's a credit to Smitty, man. Ain't no way, ain't no two ways about it. I mean, it's, it's definitely, I mean, like I said, without without dumping on anybody else, I mean, there is a clear difference of uh, what is going on now versus the last few years. No doubt about it. Boy, that's fascinating to hear because, I mean, me and, you know, DMAC have talked about it a, a bunch and I sort of lend my perspective on it, you know, a, a bit. But, man, you saw that change in the teams year to year the further away they got from be, being coached by Schmitty. And, yeah, and the 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 further away they got from that, you saw, and you spoke about it too. Just even the accountability and, and mentality piece uh, was was different, right? Sure. Um, and sure. You know, and, and if you're trying to, the, the, there's different philosophies strength wise, but man, you're dealing with literally some of the best athletes on the planet. They're able to handle a lot, and you don't want them to go through that college and hopefully transitioning to professional you you don't want that you don't want to leave anything left of like what well, what could i have done right you want to right. try and, and maximize that road and and sometimes that means aches and pains but you you want to be give them the best opportunity to decide for themselves how they're gonna you know see this thing through don't don't no. sell them short uh so i, I want to ask you to talk a little, little mm -hmm. more play on the field uh you you mm -hmm. mentioned it Kind of the back half of of twenty twenty one was where he you know uh, saw him a little bit more, and you um, were able to see him take some heads off against Texas Tech, right? Uh -huh. ha had had some <laughs> had some really nice stuff, um, and, yes, and no noticeable changes in in his play style a little bit. It's almost like he got a little more comfortable back there, uh -huh. uh, is what it seemed. And then obviously transitioning into into this year. What mm -hmm. do you what do you see and as a parent expect from him growing from last year, obviously being Schmitty built now going into this year um, after this first game? Well, what do you expect to see? Well, you hit the nail on the head when you said comfort level, you know, and I think that that is the key for Marcus, you know, is. You know, the first thing he told me when he, when he, you know, after the game last week is he's like, man, dad, I felt comfortable, you know, and for those who know Marcus and people in his support group and have watched him when he gets comfortable, then, you know, that's when you see the, the best, the best version of Marcus, you know, um, like I said, you know, going from last year, you know, into this year, you know, the, the end of last year, he was able to, you know, be reinstated, you know, by the NCAA and, uh, and was able to create some momentum for itself coming into the season, you know, and that was important for us uh, internally was to, to get him back on the field and to at least allow himself an opportunity, you know, um, I mean, you can't do anything, obviously, if you're, if you're not, you know, on the field, you know, and, you know, honestly, you know, with the, with the situation that happened last year with the eligibility thing, you know, it was, it, it, it was really tough on him. I know specifically, you know, because he's a competitor, you know, and he felt like he felt like he let his team down, you know, and uh, but, you know, credit to him that going through something like that, you know, he remained humble. He remained focused. He took full accountability. You know, there was a lot going on behind the scenes that, you know, I won't I won't speak about right now, but 
he, it could have easily been some finger pointing or blaming going on, you know, but he didn't do that. You know, he, he, he kept his head down. He worked, he took full accountability and, you know, me as a father, I'm not going to have any other, any other kind of way, you know, he's got to, he's just got to bite the bullet. He's got to, he's got to understand what he did wrong. Be it, like I said, be accountable. I've said it 10 times and he's got to go respond, you know, and that is, that is what I'm most proud of him, even more so than the touchdowns, even more so than anything else that he's done while he's been at the University of Oklahoma. But how he, how he handled that situation, I thought is what I'm most, I, I'm most proud of that, you know, because, you know, life is about how you respond, you know, and, and most of the time, you know, the people who respond well, they generally do well. You know, and, and, you know, it was one thing that I was pounding into his head is that, you you know, it's time to respond, you know, and he was able to come back to your point. He was able to come back into 2021, had a good end of the season coming into this year, man. He's all I can say is that he's hungry, you know, and, and he's ready to roll. And, uh, you know, like I said, I've seen, I've seen this movie before. I've seen Marcus get comfortable and, and that's where he is right now. And so I, I expect, big things from him just putting it very flat out let me ask you this and you may or may not have uh even considered this but as a dad and what is is he a redshirt sophomore is that correct he's a redshirt junior redshirt junior okay does he have an additional year if he wants it or or does he just have this season next season he actually has he actually has two more seasons of eligibility after, after this year because he, he has the he has the covid year and then plus right. he did redo did redshirt his, his freshman year perfect Dad's expectations. Uh, um, let's say yards and TDs, and 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 maybe you don't have one. And obviously, you know, oh, got, oh, man. I, I know all about. I know all about. Uh, I know all about what it takes to start on on Saturdays at OU, and I know how BV do it. So I know every week he yeah. got to bust his tail to continue to maintain those reps. But he's in yeah. his, you know, he's in his third season in the program. Mm-hmm. He's first season. I would say that he's going to have, you know, week one, the lion share carries. He's sure. scored multiple TDs. You know, just as a fan, dad and a fan, obviously we're not here trying to, I'm not trying to stir the pot here, I promise, but I'm just interested to know as a dad, yards and TDs, what do you think is a good campaign this season for him? You know, yards and TDs, I, I hate to deflect the question because it's so hard to answer, but I will say this, my, my focus with Marcus is his yards per carry. Okay. I need those. I need those. I need that to be at a good point. You know, um, I, I, excuse me, honestly, I think that any, um, the goal for him is anywhere from six to seven yards to carry. I know that's high, but I think he can do it. I think he, he's always been the, the big yards per carry guy, you know? And so I think that that is kind of where I gauge his performance, you know, touchdowns, you can go in and go sneak in on the half yard line all day long. But what are you doing when the, when the offense is backed up? Are you able to move the chains? You know, those are the things that, you know, he and I, excuse me, have talked about for a long time, you know, attention to detail. So I think his yards per carry and him protecting the football, I think are the two things that, that I'm most interested in. I think if he does those two, then the the yards and the uh, touchdowns, you know, will take care of itself. By the way, he averaged over seven yards a carry week one, oh, which yeah. I'm sure you know. 
So if you're keeping score, he, he's keeping his word thus far, and two TDs doesn't hurt either. Absolutely. Phenomenal stuff, man. Phenomenal stuff. Anything else, B? Yeah, I mean, th- th- honestly, I-, I think with as explosive as-, as he is and with the the style of offense changing, mm-hmm. I see no mm-hmm. reason why he can't do, you know, what what Kennedy Brooks, you know, c- kind of did with the w- with that offense uh, previously. Like he's yeah. he has so and honestly, I think he looks a little bit lighter and a little bit faster this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there mm-hmm. at the at the game. I, I saw him previously before live sure. and then he's just it looks like he's moving a little little, little different than uh than he yeah, has absolutely. in the past yeah so i mean just uh to kind of wrap things up a little bit what has your time as a, as a parent what has it meant being able to to see him essentially fulfill the a dream right uh to to be able to do something that most people don't get get the chance to do and mm-hmm. Well, what do you see for him? So, sort of down the road, is there is there any? Does he have any kind of goals and aspirations outside of football? Anything that that interests him on that side? To just kind of curious. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, um, for Marcus, I mean, his 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 first goal, obviously, I mean, he's he's he wants to be a professional football player, um, and and that is. That is what his goal has been since he's been five years old, watching football with me on the couch, you know, and, and it's been incredible to, to watch him kind of cipher through to his goal. You know, um, like I mentioned before, um, you know, my nephew, you know, was right along with him as well, sitting right, sitting right alongside and, and you know, just talking to those guys and, and, and all the way up into now and, and kind of seeing the work they put in, you know, has been super, super satisfying for me. Mm. You know, the, the one thing, one thing I always emphasize to him, man, if you can work hard, if you just work hard, man, a lot of, a lot of times hard workers, man, they, you, you can, you can make up for a lot of the other mistakes. As long as you're able to take your ass back and go and go to work, Oof. you know, and, and, and that's exactly what he's done, man. I think, you mentioned it a little bit. I, I just love him a lot. A big part too of us wanting to, you know, be back and be a part of this thing is is Levy, you know, and and the style and the and the the, the style of offense that he likes to run. Obviously, you know, the the power zone game, you know, is is you know, I'm with everybody else. I think it fits Marcus to a T. You know, he's he's gotten to a point to where he likes to get downhill pretty quickly. And, uh, man, I think he can excel in, in this offense. You know, he's just got to work, continue to work and, and do the things that he needs to do to make sure he he gets the looks that he needs to get on Saturday. You know, and that's that's, you know, the work is done Monday through Friday, you know, so um, so he's just got to stay focused with that. Um, but but, you know, off, off the field, you know, I think he wants to I think he wants to get into coaching. I think I think that he's got a passion. You know, he's both those guys got passion, big passion for football, um, and, and they want to be a part of this game in some way, form, or fashion. Um, and so, I, I think that's what kind of the direction that he wants to go in afterward. You know, like I said, he's been he's a big track guy as well, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him on the track side as uh, uh, too. But uh, but yeah, that's absolutely that's that those are his aspirations. But he wants to he wants to he wants to be an NFL running back. You know, and, mm. and who who am I to say that he can't do that? So say I say that, I, amen. 
Hey, that. that's yeah, right. Yeah, I've just tried to do, you know, pour all my resources that I've I could into him to try to give him the best opportunity to do so. So, so we'll see how it goes. Man, that's good stuff. That's good stuff, B. That's good stuff. Well, listen, I want to <laughs> say this. Uh, I did a year on the east side of Oklahoma City. My first year teaching, I was at a Marcus Garvey Leadership Charter oh, School. East side. So, yeah, man, and, and I, I got a, I got a glimpse of how things. It looks a little different than Norman. I gotta say, the East no Side it. it's a little, look a little <laughs> different. Back the low, look a little bit more like home. It look a little bit like Oakland. Yeah, Had a little Oakland yeah. feel to it. Yeah, but yeah, uh, no, nah, man, <laughs> putting in that work. Obviously, being a phenomenal father, uh, a great fan, and and someone who, over the course of the last couple of years, we've developed a relationship. I appreciate Absolutely. you taking time to uh, to spend some time with us today and provide some insight behind, you know, the man behind the the young man playing at OU. And I think we can see some of the uh, the residual impact of having a, an engaged father who is going to be there to kind of mold and hold hold his hand through that process. But I appreciate you taking time to, to do that with us, answer our questions. Um, obviously, we're going to post this bad boy, and uh, I'm sure the student <laughs> nation is going to be excited to hear uh, all of the information that, that you share with us today. Barry, any last thoughts from you? No, nah, man, it was, it was just great hearing you be able to t tell your story, tell his and uh, just hearing it from a parent's perspective, man, you guys are along for the ride the, the same as they are, you know, yeah. and, and you you play such an integral role. And this is a bit more of a commentary piece on sort of the, where we're at in the world. But I speak as as a, um, a man myself with don't have kids right now, but fathers are man, they're so dadgum important and they're yeah. they're being kind of pushed to the side and it's yeah. it's not maybe looked upon as as it should i mean dads are dads are incredibly important um in a young man's life and uh it's cool yeah, seeing you no being, being so involved ah uh, man i appreciate you guys I, that's just been it, it it's just been i've said it a thousand times only thing i've ever put a hundred percent into in my life is my children so uh <laughs> You know, so it, like I said, it's pretty, it's very cool, surreal, you know, to, 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 to see him at this point. So, man, I appreciate you guys. I'm big fans, man. Y'all can, y'all continue to do the work, man. I appreciate you guys. Man, we appreciate you, man. This is definitely uh, been a good time. And like I said, you have no idea how much we appreciate you uh, giving that lens. Yes, yes sir. sir. Anytime, man. Anytime. Well, any parting words, any, any parting words for you before you go? Is there anything you want to say? Uh as it relates to the game, well, nah, I'm not. I'm not going to ask a parent what you uh, think the, game, the score is going to be. That's not fair. I wouldn't do that. Uh, uh, but what, what, any, uh, la any last parting thoughts? What you got? What you got? I'm just. I'm just ready to see 24 get after it. You know? <laughs> that's 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 my parting thought. Um, uh, it's been a long time coming, and uh, just happy to see him out there, man. I'm happy for the kid. Happy, genuinely happy for him, and to see that smile on his face. That that that's what make this worth it. So. But uh, now nah, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm spectating. I'm a fan like you guys, man. I can't yeah. wait to see how this thing work out, man. I I I, uh, I think BV got this thing rolling the right way. I think they're I think they're conducting themselves in the right way and they're doing things the way they should. So I'm 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 looking really looking forward to seeing how this thing pans out. I'm, I've got my popcorn just like you guys. So. <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Barry and Mac Show. We also want to give a massive, massive thank you to Mr. Marcus Major Sr. He did not 
need to take time out of his busy day to speak with us, but he chose to anyway, and we are so humbled by that. Uh, we are so excited to keep bringing you all this awesome content, and we're excited for Team 128 to get out there and keep showing what they're made of. Uh, number 24 to go out there and just ball out this weekend along with the rest of the guys. Uh, we cannot wait to see it just like you all. Uh, but make sure if you haven't, please go leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, all of the places that you can listen to the podcast. And it's a lot of places. Make sure to go do that. Also, go follow the social media. Instagram is at The Barry and Mac Show. Twitter at Barry and Mac SHW. You can also catch me and Damien on Instagram. Damien's is at Dame That Dude, D A M E T H A T D U D E. Mine is at B Wise Fitness, at the letter B W I S E Fitness. We want to thank you all for the continued support, and we will talk to you soon.